Time for our very welcome weekly chat about health and fitness. Here is Professor Gordon Lynch. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Now, I think this is an extremely important topic. Tips on how to interpret health news. And the first one, consider the source. Oh, gee, that's important. It is, because it has to be a reliable source. Yeah. Now, we've got in, in this country, we've got the National Health and Medical Research Council. Um, in the UK, there's the Medical Research Council. In the US, there's the National Institutes, National Institutes of Health, the NIH. Most, you know, if you get information from those sources, it's likely to pack, I think, more of a punch than something like an, an, an attention-grabbing advertorial, you know, something we see in a magazine or a newspaper or late-night TV that would make a, an unsubstantiated claim about something that's going to, you know, benefit our health. Mm. Our listeners know uh, over many years, yep. when I talk about a new study, I always try and source the you know, the scientific literature from where it's come from, and I think that's you know, that's part of my training is to look at the the source material. But not everyone's got access to those scientific journals that can help substantiate the claims. No. So I think you just you know the idea of try and choose the source of the health information very carefully. Yes, I mean it's we hear it so often, don't we? Uh, don't be consulting Doctor Google. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's a lot of information out there, mm. uh, and. Sometimes you know, there'll be different groups that will be pushing a particular opinion or group, you know, sort of a, a aspect of what the problem that we're trying to trying to solve. I think we, we we've got to look at the opinions. There's, there's no doubt about that. But it's about scrutinising them, and that's where we've got to look at that that scrutiny and then how to interpret that. Mm. And that's really what I wanted to try and emphasise this morning. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Be realistic about it. Yeah, I think. You know, we hear a lot of exaggerated claims. We hear, you know, mm. you know advertorials, news bites. And sometimes if it's really something too good to be true, most likely it is. Mm. So I think it's if something's going to be a revolutionary discovery and so on, just do a little bit more digging before you're convinced. And we hear a lot about, you know, miracle weight loss pills and powders and fat burners and, you know, those sorts of things I'm talking about. So you just have to be a, a little bit more... I, I think a bit of a detective, to, just to mm, dig a little bit mm, deeper. Mm. And this one probably applies to most things, not just health. Be wary. Yeah, I think that these potentially dubious testimonials, you'll often see them in advertisements and magazines and newspapers, sometimes on TV. You know, it, it costs to advertise in these magazines, so people are paying for that ad space, but it doesn't mean that the, the newspaper or the magazine or the TV station is actually endorsing everything that it graces its its, its uh, pages or, or its airtime. I think many editorials stretch the truth to promote mm-hmm. their products. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be prepared for those unsubstantiated claims. And it just, it really infuriates me, Tim, when you know, some of these claims that are targeted to vulnerable people, you know, especially that people that have a, a serious medical condition, mm-hmm. some, you know, they've mm-hmm. been led to believe through what they've seen that there's some sort of new magical cure for their illness. Now, just always check with your doctor before taking any oh, new yeah. medication or supplement that's not part of your accepted regimen because, you know, you might take something that you've seen, you think, oh, that's going to really help me, but it may interfere with medications that you're on and so on. So it's just about being sensible, but it's also checking with your doctor or your specialist. Yeah, oh, gee, Uh, I see so many ads on uh, particularly Facebook, and I don't think they're very careful about the ads they put up, and I I just ignore them, but I wonder how many people pay attention to them, and they make all sorts of extravagant claims, don't they? 
They do, and people are paying for them as well. Mm. And 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 it's just that it's just in many cases, not always, but there, there could be these false testimonials that really do stretch the truth, and and people then get hoodwinked by, by them. Yeah, so absolutely, folks, make sure it's all backed up by the experts. And don't we say it so often, uh, Professor, just please check with your GP before you do anything like that. Yeah, I, I just think it's important because you you may be on, if you've got an existing health condition and you're on a particular regimen of medications and so on, if you start taking other things without your doctor knowing, some things could interfere with medications that you're on. And, exactly. And that could upset the way that your body's responding. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last thing we want. Yeah, avoid misinterpretation and at all times, please try and use your common sense, yeah? Yeah, I think it's just, it's easy to get to be hooked in by some well-worded news piece that claims a health advance and so on. So it's just about being careful. But when I say common sense and logic, um, just scrutinise that, that health-related information a little bit mm. more. Recognise, I think, that the potential application of these health findings can be somewhat overstated, so you just got to be really careful. So that's just being a little bit more sceptical and, and just retaining that when you're reading it, just, just be yeah. a, little bit more, yeah. a little bit dubious. There could be some, some truth there, but let's just make sure we, 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 we scrutinise it properly. Yes, and don't be frightened to ask some questions. Yeah, the sort of questions that I, I think we should be asking, you know, are, are the findings that you're reading about them, are they preliminary findings or the product or the device that's being advertised has it been really tested carefully on patients or, or you know, human subjects? Um, many studies that, are, that, that you know, could be testing particular drugs or new things, they may be tested on, on animal models, be tested on cells, but they may not be truly applicable to human health until they do those particular studies. So you need to be careful about that. You know, there, are there alternatives to what's being promoted? Can you compare something with side-by-side side with what's being advertised? Sometimes you can't. And in, when you talk about population research, human-based data, uh, were enough people studied? You know, many studies involve over only a small number of people, and, and that can be very certainly very interesting, mm. uh, and and identify things that may that may stand up later on. But typically, you know, research and results from that research are stronger and more meaningful when the studies involve a large number of people, because we need to think about where the people live, the, the conditions. Sometimes if you have too many people from different places yes. where they live differently, that could also confound the matter too. So it's just about you know thinking about what the study is. Are the differences between what's being reported, are they meaningful? You know, small differences may interest scientists, mm. but they may be, have little imp impact on your, on your health. So it's just those sorts of things. And, and think about the, the age of the people that are being studied, males versus females, mm. Were they active beforehand or suddenly are they doing new, new things that are suddenly very different? Do they smoke? How's their diet? All those sorts of things. Now, good researchers, especially in, in public health, when they do these population studies, they control for these different factors. They take into account all these different factors. But all of them can have a major influence on the results. So just, you just have to take that into consideration. Yeah. And really, you know, listeners, this is your, your health we're talking about. You couldn't ask enough questions, could you, until you're satisfied? Yeah. Yeah, I think, and and when it comes to your health, don't forget that you know, it's that relationship with your GP, knowing knowing your own health and being being responsible for your health and taking responsibility mm. for it. I think that's really important. But if you're going to start changing things, just consult with the expert who's looking after you, uh, just to make sure that it's in line uh, with with what they really want for you. And finally, and it's a broad one, but we should keep an open mind. 
Yeah, I think many discoveries over the decades, there's definitely improved our understanding of how we prevent, how we can treat different health conditions and so on, but it takes time for these discoveries to be scrutinised because research is meant to be meticulous, it's meant to be very deliberate. So the experiments need to be conducted carefully, the results interpreted correctly, they need to be scrutinised. Just, just like we're talking about our own scrutiny of different things that are being told, the research itself has to have that rigour. And sometimes the results of new research will disagree with what happened, you know, 10 years before and so on. And sometimes that means health recommendations have to be revised. And that's, that happens across, when you're in, in the game long enough, you know over time certain recommendations for our health will change. And that's part, that's a healthy part of the research process. It's a healthy part of scrutinising what comes out. So please, just think, just keep mm. an open mind. And, you know, with some degree of optimism, so if the research is being good, it's been done properly, mm. the findings should be legitimate and that should be beneficial for your health. But it's, I think the, the message for this morning is just when you, when you see something that's a claim it's too good to be true and so on, just do that extra digging and scrutinise for yourself because it's really important for your health and, and for the health of your yeah. family. And don't forget, our aim here is to get you to look after yourselves. It's important, Gordon Hay. It is, and I think, you know, taking responsibility for your health is mm. really important and I think we can consult with the experts and but you know they're, they're not monitoring us 24-7 we are yeah. and I think if, if we can can work with them with that and and have some responsibility for our actions that's our diet our lifestyle and, and all the decisions that we make then I think that we're doing the right thing and, and that this is this topic is actually part of that scrutiny you bet and you can find Gordon on X he is the moniker at Gordon S Lynch thank you professor Thank you, Tim.